All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, what do you say we do a snowy podcast for you? We start the week. And what a crappy way to start the week, too, because it's snowing now. It snowed yesterday. It's going to snow tomorrow. Good Lord. Al Dukes, what's up? It's going to snow again tomorrow. I always, I thought originally I this was happening Monday night into Tuesday. Yeah. That's what, so I wasn't sure what this was yesterday when I saw flurries. I was like, oh, it's getting flurries. Isn't this fun? It's a little early. Al, I went to Chicago packing my car for the theory of I did not expect any snow yesterday. It was if the snow hasn't started yet, I'm going to drive into work and I'm going to work and I'll get home hopefully before the snow starts today. And if the snow has started, you know what? I'm going to go home and I'll work from home. And then as we are basically getting there, we're finding out that the the timeline moved up about 12 hours. Yeah. And not only that, it went from, you know, three to six inches to could see as much as 20 inches. Like what? Where did this come from? Nuts. The weather gods, Jerry. That's where it came from. The weather gods. Last night I was bouncing around uh, trying to watch things on TV like murder mysteries, old 2020s. There's like a couple different channels that run old 2020s. You could have like watched 2020. Rutgers Northwestern, you know. I was like, I can't. No one gets murdered <laughs> at those games, uh, Jerry. I can't watch that. So there was a story on this last night, and I actually remember seeing it years ago, but it was so bizarre. There was this woman who on three different occasions gave birth to a she got pregnant and didn't tell anyone and no one knew she was pregnant I don't understand how that happens three times by the way I don't get it the first time she gave birth to a baby that she knew she couldn't I thought another time she was a giraffe <laughs> the, the she did not s- give birth to a giraffe <laughs> the, the first you, time you stopped that <laughs> well because the, she, the, three different times she gave birth uh, when she Nobody knew she was pregnant. She knew she was pregnant. Yeah. Nobody in her life knew she was pregnant. And she wasn't a large woman, so it's not like... Again, I don't understand how this happens, but okay. She said she just wore baggy clothes. The first time she gave birth, and every time she gave birth, Jerry, she gave birth in her house by herself. Wow. That's like 1750 style. Yes. And she had children from a previous marriage that were living with her asleep while she gave, <clears throat> while she gave birth. In her bathroom. Time out a second. Yes, sir. People were living in her house. Children, small kids. Oh, small kids. Okay. Not, okay, not so like the, a husband or anything. No. So the first time this happens, she gives birth in her bathroom, takes the baby, puts it in a paper shopping bag, brings it to the police and says, I went out to the dumpster and I found this baby oh, by Jesus. the dumpster. So she's a hero. In town, the newspaper, local news comes to interview her. She found this baby. Unbelievable. She turned this baby in. 
not suspecting that she just gave birth to the baby. Right, sure. The second and third time, she took the baby and left them on different people's porches. Holy cow. Like a stork. Yes, like a stork delivering a baby. The three kids found her and met her and are okay with her. Really? We all have faults. How many years? How long ago was this? Like the kids are how old? Teens? The kids were no. The kids were like uh, in their twenties. Okay, man. Well, isn't unbelievable? What? She had birth, gave birth at home three times by herself. That tells me that they were very lucky that they wound up with very good uh, step parents or real parents, what they turned out to be for them, and they were the, very thankful for their life. So the one time she she pretended to be the hero, the second time, second or third time, she gave birth on a birthday of one of her other kids that she was still living with. She goes and and puts this baby on a front porch and rings the bell, goes back home and hosts a birthday party for her kid, all while she just gave birth. Boy, people are sick. I mean, good Lord. I mean, what a pain tolerance this woman must have. Yeah, or just numb to anything. Or just numb to anything. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I've been also... I don't know as a parent how you could do that. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. Yeah. She says when she did the one where she went to police with the uh, the baby in the bag, she she didn't contemplate that she would be looked at as a hero. She just wanted to not leave the baby out in the elements. Well, isn't that nice of her? <laughs> Jesus. But yeah. when she dropped it off, they were like, you know, the news wanted to know who was this hero. Yeah, sure. Who was this woman? Well, and the fact that in town no one knew she was pregnant, it was perfect. Right. It was perfect. And yeah. this was like prior to DNA and all this stuff that they could check DNA. Yeah, but sure. no, she said no one suspected her anyway. They didn't ask her. They didn't question her. Wow. Well, again, she didn't look pregnant. Why would right. you? It's wild. That's some yeah. wild stuff. Wild, wacky stuff. I've also been listening a lot now to a very detailed podcast on the JonBenet Ramsey case again. I And, and, and this is one. Well, you have some dark mind. This is one that is, to me, the most mysterious murder of of my time. It's the most mysterious one. Like, if you look at, you know, if if you're not that familiar with the case, only a little bit, you know, you go, oh, it was the parents, or it was this, it was that. The evidence and all that's been collected in this case, it is really amazing. This is one that I would love to know what truly happened. With this child, Jerry. Yeah. And who's who's the guilty party? Now, many piece of people suspect the mother. She passed away from breast cancer years ago. So you're not even ever going to get anything out of her any more than you got. Why don't you uh, talk to Whimsy's uh, dog whisperer? Interesting. And see if she can talk to uh, the dead mom. So you want Whimsy, you want the animal communicator to communicate with Whimsy to communicate with the Ramsey mother yeah. to yeah, then back go. communicate to the dog, back to the communicator, back to me. Yeah. I mean, I heard on Stern last week they had someone that talked to uh, Nicole Simpson. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It was the best of? And legit, they believed it. I don't know what the hell I was listening to. I'm very confused by that channel because if it's not, what, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday when they do the real shows, right? Yeah. I don't know what I'm listening to on Thursday yeah. or Friday. I have no idea. Yeah, who knows? So I don't know if it was from 20 years ago, last week. I don't know. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. It, it was many years ago. I'm sure. So maybe you could find, you could track him down. 
Mm-hmm. And you could have him talk That's to. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Well, listen. Plus, you, you know want... how like they that game, the children's game, telephone, where you tell a message to somebody and it goes down the line and it changes because people forget little details and put their own in? Yes. That's that how might the happen. stories change over time. Yeah. What do you think is the greatest mystery of our time? I'm not talking murders. Like the first human. What do you mean? You want to know what? But is that yeah. a mystery? I want to know exactly how we came to be. Hmm. Like, did we crawl out of the sea? Were we created by a god? Right. This or sort of thing. Was there a big explosion in the earth? In the in the in the in space or in the atmosphere? Or the whatever? Big Bang like, Theory. Yeah. Like how, I want. That's about as. Big a mystery as there is. Is yeah. there really a God up there? That's a Did huge Jesus mystery. Did really Jesus walk on water? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of mysteries I'd like to know. About the pyramids. Yeah, I've always said that. I find like that to look to see how those were built. Yeah. I mean, just incredible. I mean, I'd like to know. I'd like to know how the first expansion bridge was built, <laughs> to be quite honest, over a big <laughs> body of water. Yeah. Please, someone show me that. Like how would how the hell did they build the Verrazano Narrows Bridge in 1910? Right. How did they get the or, or any yeah any bridge that's over water? Right. How did they get those pillars to the bottom of the water? I have no idea. I and don't nail know. them down. We Henry uh, Henry Ford barely had the little Model T Ford out, and yet we had cranes that could drop steel pipes how far down into the. I don't get it. And were people going down in scuba gear? Did that even exist I, back then? I don't know. I know people died. I do know that. Yeah, no, always when uh, big buildings were built, people yeah. just, that was part of the job. You lost people. I still want to know how they get cranes on buildings that they're building now. Yeah, even today we don't know that. No. That's a mystery. A lot of great mysteries. A lot of great mysteries. Are you interested in the Stonehenge mystery or don't care about that one? <laughs> what is that now? That's the one where those um it's in like England or something where the the they have the gigantic blocks they're in a circle. They're like super heavy. I don't know what that is. Stonehenge? I'll check that out. Yeah, check out Stonehenge. Okay. It's another mystery cuz it's just these large blocks of rock that are in the middle of like in the middle of this field and they're clearly in some sort of formation that they were put there by Somebody. Okay. But again, like out. back then, they how how are they moving? Like with the pyramids. I don't I know. Put the pyramids as number one for me. Yeah, I would. Well, I still want to know how man came to be. Yeah. I don't That's feel like that would be. Yeah. Hmm. Like who were the first people? The cavemen. But who was the first one? Yeah. And was yeah. he by himself? Right. Well, he couldn't have been. In the Bible, is Adam and Eve the first two people alive? Yes. They are. Yes. And then Eve <laughs> tempted Adam with the apple. Correct. Exactly. As I had learned in the great rock song Pink Cadillac by Bruce Springsteen. Is that true? Eve tempted Adam with an apple. Man, I ain't going for that. I'm going for the pink Cadillac. <laughs> Crushed velvet seats. I never knew that. That's funny. <laughs> so you learn something every day. That's right. You learn something new every day. Every day. Did you notice any difference today with Geo being at home and you being yes. at home? You did. I, yes. I thought there were times we were still we were stepping on each other again. Okay. Because Boomer was in the studio and then we were we were slightly off again. Mm-hmm. Did I think it was a huge difference? No. Did I sense it? Yes. I also sensed like my job was terrible today. 
because the one laptop that I used to have software, uh, editing software on, I don't have anymore. Yeah. And so I was really at the mercy of what we had in the system, and I couldn't do anything. And I just, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Now, are you going to be snow blowing today, you said? As soon as we're done, I am planning on going out and snow blowing to at least help out for later, because I'm going to have to do it again later for sure. And then we'll see. If the snow stops tonight, I'll go in tomorrow morning. It looks very slushy out. I don't know if the snowblower is good at slush. The one I have is pretty good. I mean, yeah. the, I mean, it's it's a big. My brother gave it to me because uh, he moved into a condo and he didn't. Mm. He had this big snowblower. I had a smaller snowblower, um, which would which would struggle with slush and stuff like that. This powers through everything. So he went from house to condo. Yeah, he went from um, he went from apartment to house to townhouse, really. Um, two floor townhouse that he's in now. So do you have to get rid of a lot of items? Yeah, he. You know, there's no need a cleansing, for cleansing, a cleaning out. Yeah, pretty much. I'm holding some things for him, so if he gets another house, and if not, I'll get rid of stuff. But you know, I had no problem taking that snowblower. That was yeah. awesome. Snowblower. I didn't want a dime for it. You got it, my man. You can have it yeah. back when you need it. So this is your first snowfall in this house. No. Incorrect. <laughs> no it's not i've shoveled many times and used the other snowblower many times you know not not blizzards this is probably the biggest snowfall we've had here for sure but it snowed and like geo was saying earlier in the show or late in the show about uh i was thinking this yesterday too when the snow was coming down i was like wow this was probably this would have been the day we would have been going to tampa yeah for super bowl and we i would have gone oh, yesterday a, we would have been there our, yesterday morning yeah but what our would our flights have been canceled? Or no, we would have got out in time probably, right? No, we would have taken early flights. I always go out. I would always go Sunday morning. Yeah. Remember, even when we went to Arizona, like the idea for me is you're starting Monday. Get there, get your bearings, enjoy a little bit of time and nice weather if you can. Like I like getting there. If we were going and we were going to do a show today from there, I would have, I would have, I wouldn't have done the Rutgers game, obviously. And I would have taken like a 9 or a 10 a.m. flight. Right, you're right. Then we get there. You go look at the setup. How do you get into the setup? You yeah. get your press pass. And it's where Tampa. is it from the hotel? Right. Go do something fun. Go to Top Golf to, or something. You know. Right. Mons Venus, Top Golf, all whatever, these places. Whatever you want. But yeah, that's exactly what I would have had in mind. I would not right. have waited till late in the day. What's the point of doing that? You lose yeah. the day. Right. So no lose sir. Today. All right, Jerry. Well, why don't you do this? You go snow blow your face off, and then go to and bed. If, and if you put a video up, that would be awesome. Don't think I'm going to Probably do that. Probably not. Um, then you're going to go to bed at 2 p. Hopefully, you're going to go to bed at 2 p.m. and wake up at 2 a.m. All kidding aside, I'm shooting yeah. for 4. 4 o'clock? Yeah. That's very reasonable. I think it is, too. I All right, Jerry. Too. So, we'll, well see. You, good luck with that. I'm going to walk my dog in the slush. Who goes to bed earlier, me or Eddie today? Um, you. I'm going to say you. <laughs> yeah, well, Eddie's staying in the city, which means he's going to be drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, good so that was for the him. thing Have too fun. right he got the hotel room for monday night yeah because that's when we were supposed to get hit and then that's exactly right he had to come in this morning yep and he battled through i'm telling you man the roads were not good when i left yeah. Rutgers at 3 a.m it was brutal hmm. so he did a good job yeah um, all right, well, have a great Monday. All right, Jerry. We'll see you tomorrow on the warm-up show at 5 a.m. See ya.
We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, we start a new week. Lots of snow on the ground. It's a Monday. I am in New Jersey. Eddie Scazzeri trekked into the studio because he's a man. Al Dukes, he's a man too, but he's down in Bradley Beach. What's up, Al? I'm the old man in the sea, Jerry. The old That's man my favorite intro sea. that you give me. I am the old, what is it? It's old man by the sea. I like old man by the sea with a dog. Now, are you in uh, in your home studio, Jerry, in uh, New home. Jersey? Yes, home I, studio. I got home a half hour ago. Uh, you were at the, the, the Rutgers game. Uh, they were playing, uh, let me guess, uh, they were in Chicago, so I'm going to say they played DePaul. Uh, good guess, but that's a uh, wrong conference. They played Northwestern. Northwestern, and then you took a plane ride back home to Newark, New Jersey, then got in your car, which after you uh, dust, dusted it off, right, Jerry? And it was probably covered, snow-covered. It wasn't terrible because I was uh, parked undercover. But, oh, uh, nice. But getting out with the snow was not easy. Mm-hmm. 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 You know and now you got home. Now. Did you sleep at all, or did you get a 20-minute napper in? I just got a 14-minute nap in. 14 minutes? All <laughs> <Yes>. right. <laughs> They say now a lot of a lot of sleep experts say eight hours. Others say only fourteen minutes, <laughs> and you could get a lot more done. They say I can tell you what my plan is. My plan is going <laughs> to be as soon as we're done today, yeah. I'm going to go snow blow my face off in the driveway. <laughs> my goal is to go to sleep at two o'clock today. Nice for the uh, night. And for the night, and then you'll yes. go to sleep at two p.m. Wake up at uh, two a.m. Twelve that is hours. The goal. That okay. Is the goal. I think the family will let you do that, Jerry. I'll tell you what. You know what's nuts before we get on to sports? Sports talk. So there was a serious question whether or not the charter was going to be able to come home last night. Yeah. And so the snow, I mean, it picked up again. And After I said it stopped, it picked up again. And so we leave the arena at 10 p.m. or whatever. I mean, it's snowing like crazy. I'm like, oh, this is not good. We're like, oh, we're going to go to the airport and see what happens. So we get on the bus. We go to the airport. We're go. We're a go. Awesome. When we land, Al, I expect, you know when you when you land in snow, everything around you is is snowy except the runway is usually blacktop. Yeah, they clear that off. I got to tell you something. There was no blacktop. <laughs> like we landed, it was <laughs> snow covered and I'm thinking how is this not going to skid off the runway? Really I wild. feel like I feel like what happens is like when the plane lands, the the it's going so fast it just sears the snow. That's well, my theory. Maybe you're right because we seared and we didn't skid, and then we got in the car, and then of course the amazing part was then getting home. First of all, getting to Rutgers, getting the car, and then getting home. What a disaster! But we're here. We made it. We are all good. I also heard air seven forty sevens. The airplanes they got all wheel drive, so they go right <laughs> right through the snow, Jerry, and it's no worries. That's good. We were not in a seven forty seven. Oh. I can tell you that. <laughs> I took my my dog had no interest in going out, which is good. I mean, she's maturing as a dog and realizes that well, one is nasty. Do, well, I did uh, I did uh, I did run her out right before the show. Okay. 
and uh, so that she could pee. But my dog is a girl dog, so she gets down like a major league catcher in order to go to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> yes. And every time she would put her, she would go to squat, and then her one leg would go slide all the way out, like <laughs> how Tony Pena used to catch sometimes. Yes. He would put the leg all the way out. And she was like, I felt like she, I didn't want her to pull like a hammy while, you know, just trying to urinate. But You know, she was a race dog. She'll be fine. She'll figure it out. Uh, Jerry, uh, you will not have Steve Cohen to kick around on Twitter anymore. He has deleted his account. Yeah, the, yeah, smart. Very smart. Good idea, right? Yes. It was enough. He was having a little fun, but listen, Twitter will eventually catch up and beat you down. Yeah, and this one got him for sure. And I'm, I actually was not surprised by it because you sit there and think, as all the stuff was happening with the stock market and he was yeah. getting pelted. People are yelling at him. Yeah, at some point, like, do I need that? Like, I own the Mets. Do I right. really need this at this point? And the answer is no, he doesn't. So you move on. It was all fun and games, Jerry, when you were asking the fans what type of hot dogs they want at the stands. And then when the bar stool starts going at you, Mr. Boomer Esiason was uh, going after him. I mean, then it was just like uh, he said he got death uh, threats to his family on Twitter, which I'm sure he did. Absolutely. I mean, we get them, and we're, we're not uh, billionaires. <laughs> right. And we so don't own the Mets. He's taking a break. Yeah. I don't, like I Take said. Taking a little break. It's disappointing on one sense. Yeah. It was kind of neat seeing a, a baseball owner like a, like a Mark Cuban, you know, to interact and to have him around. That having been said, smart move, move on. Right, he's moving on, Jerry. So yeah. you you can't be tweeting at him anymore. I bet well, he comes back eventually. I bet you he'll be back opening day. Oh, that's I a think, good idea. Take the take the rest of the time off off season. Yeah, I think you just kind of let this thing blow over and let cooler heads prevail. You enjoy doing it. I guarantee. Well, I don't guarantee anything. My, I, if I had a bet on it, I would bet that he'll be back. That's true. We are a 24-hour news cycle. We'll move on to something else very shortly. Exactly right. It's exactly right. Jerry, there was a large trade in the National Football League yesterday yeah, this was or over really the weekend. Huh? The Lions uh, sending Matthew Stafford to the Los Angeles Rams, and in return they got quarterback Jared Goff and uh, I guess a whole bunch of picks. A whole bunch of picks. Exactly now, right. We read a lot about this this weekend, but uh, when I woke up this morning, I saw one other little nugget that I hadn't seen over the weekend. It was revealed that the L.A. Rams made a run at Aaron Rodgers first. How about they, that? They thought he was disgruntled in Green Bay. But he's not. <laughs> Guess I mean, not. Please. He, Aaron Rodgers is not going anywhere. And think if you're Matthew Stafford. Talk about hitting the jackpot. Oh, yeah. You went from living in Detroit to living in SoCal. Oh, yeah, Jerry's got his sunglasses on already. The wife who loves social media, she's going to be a big star out there. Oh, my God. Get me on a plane. Let's go. That is amazing. And then you're Goff, and you know what? He needs, an, uh, he needs a fresh start. He'll get one, and he's excited, and that's fine. But you just went from Southern California to Detroit. Mm. Okay, maybe I'll just quit football. <laughs> well, you can't do that. You're like 26 years old. Think about this. Right. He's going to. Right. And he's got that girlfriend who's really into being like an L.A. type of gal. Well, no, there's the a Jared lot of Goff. entertainment in Detroit. Oh, now he's got to go to Detroit, which stinks. He's got to play for that lunatic Dan Campbell. Oh, we don't know what's going on with that guy. <laughs> they brought in quarterback coach Mark Brunel. Yeah, that's interesting. Which is weird because. I would think if I was a quarterback, 
and needed a quarterback coach, I would want a guy that threw with the same arm as me. Don't you need that? And <laughs> not the guy that throws lefty. Yeah, that was very confusing to me. No, because I don't know that he's helping him with his mechanics or anything. You know, really? Like, like, what is what is Mark Brunel going to teach Matthew Stafford at this point in his career? Honestly, or now Jared Goff. Or Jared Goff, right? My bad. Um, yeah. Nothing. I mean, but at first on. when we saw that, right, it was like, what's, he, what's this guy going to tell Matthew Stafford? The guy's slinging it for 4,500 yards a season. Yeah, I don't – I just – I don't – I don't want to say they don't do anything. That's not fair. They have a role, and I'm sure they help with the game planning and all that stuff. But you can't tell me that he's now going to break down film and change Jared Goff's throwing motion. You, you know? Mean, Jared, you fell off a little. What about throwing lefty? Let's go lefty or sidearm. Yeah, go lefty sidearm. I made a career out of it. I did pretty good myself. Now, the L.A. Rams, Jerry, now have the third best odds to go to the Super Bowl. Who have the first, That's amazing. It's Matthew Stafford. They didn't get Tom Brady. What? <laughs> Am I wrong about that? I guess my my bet is the first two are the two that are in the current Super Bowl. You probably. Right. Well, or was it the the third team from the NFC to get there? This said Rams now have third best odds for next year's Super Bowl. Didn't because read the rest of it. I would still think the Packers and the Bucks are ahead of them. Oh, good point. Wouldn't All you? right, maybe it's the NFC. Yeah. But we know, listen, they they at least got a projected to be in the playoffs. Boy, playoffs. I can't believe Matthew Stafford's got that much That's right. cachet. Oh, ca- oh, he's got cachet out the wazoo, Jerry. I would not have thought that. I got to be honest. I, I yeah, I'm surprised by that. And this I, is the best. Lions fall to last. Well, where were they? Second Probably to last, last. Also, <laughs> right. Give me a break. <laughs> Jerry, they moved from second to last to last. <laughs> That's fine. But here's the question. Now, I also saw that uh, Washington wanted Stafford. Yeah. Um, but they went with the Ram deal. And then the question I would have is, what in the hell are the Texans going to get now for Deshaun Watson? Well, that's what they were saying. Like, does this has this really upped what you need to give Deshaun Watson? And I've seen differing opinions on that. Some say it has no effect. Others say now you got to give up more because of how much uh, the Lions got for Matthew Stafford. Well, I don't know. I don't know what they'll end up giving up, but I don't know how that deal doesn't up the asking price. Doesn't mean you'll get it. Right. But if I'm the Texans and I'm like, listen, Matthew Stafford's a good quarterback. He's also on the back nine. This is Deshaun Watson, who's 25. If that's what you gave for him, we want more. Again, you may not get it. But I think you ask for it. No. Yeah, the Texans are very confusing to me because yeah, no their, kidding. Their GM this is over the weekend. Too. Yeah, no, I saw that it was Friday. Nick Casario yeah. says the Texans have quote zero interest in trading Deshaun Watson, and even the head coach, the new head coach, was like, "I came here with Deshaun Watson <laughs> for my quarterback." Yeah, David Culley says, "I took the job knowing Watson is my quarterback." They're crazy. I I don't think they know to be quite honest. And I saw this is how you know it's really over, Jerry. Deshaun Watson has scrubbed all references to the Houston Texans from his social media pages. So he broke up with them already via social media. I need to know how much of Houston Texan stuff was on it before I'm going to go crazy. Oh, it was knee deep, Jerry. Like, was it was the only thing they on there that deep. said Texans quarterback, and he took Maybe. that part off? He probably had some Texans, uh, probably pictures of him playing uh, in the Texans uh, uniforms. Maybe he scrubbed those as well. Yeah, I suppose Social it's media possible. scrub. Maybe he, maybe he wants this new start that we're talking about. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I don't know. It's, it really is interesting. And then you had the boob that the Eagles hired as their head coach. Did you see that mess? 
I did see that press conference Friday afternoon. Now, not all of it was terrible, to be fair, but what got, as they say, went viral was pretty yeah. awful. I mean, he just looked like he was lost in his thoughts as he was talking. Like, and he nervous. Looked like, yeah, he looked very nervous. He looked like a guy that was talking, and his his uh, words were ahead of his thoughts. He was talking and you could, in circles. You could see him trying to catch up his brain to catch up with his mouth. So, you know, we're going to have a game a game plan, and we're going to make the game plan easy so that easy. everybody knows the game plan and that we have this game plan, and we want to make it easy for the players. And so the game plan is going to be easy. I was like, oh, my God, stop! just, like, stop talking. The game plan is going to be so easy. You played flag football and street football. We're going to do down and outs, down and ins. You go long. You go long, come back in. These are the plays. We're going to make it easy for all of the players on the Eagles to follow this game plan. Could you imagine a diehard Eagle fan watching that? Yeah, they had to be like, oh, my God. Right. They're saying, where's only, Doug Peterson? <laughs> right. It was only the end of January. Like They've got all this time now to to suffer before the games even begin. I know, because clearly you're not going to be excited. With Listen, he no. might be a great head coach, but that was a rough start. It was not a tenure. great start. No, it was not a great start. And it was funny. It was uh, Lepresti posted the audio or the video on Friday, and it was early Friday afternoon. And, you know, people were like hitting him up with, well, what's wrong with this? I don't see what the problem is. Like, right. really? Are you watching it? Yeah. I mean, good Lord. By the way, I'm also, we're going to take a break, but I am watching the end of the net game. Yeah. I, I'm sure you saw the story on how they lost to the Wizards. The Wizards? Uh, okay, I'll take that as no. Well, they here's, were... the, here's the last thing I know about the Nets, Jerry, that they dropped uh, 147 points uh, Friday night. That's the last that I've heard of the Nets. Well, how about they gave up 149 tonight last night? Oh, I mean, by, by the way, these that's scores unfortunate. are stupid. The Wizards scored 48 points in the fourth quarter and beat nice. them. The Nets, with 12 seconds to go, were winning 146 to 141. And Beal comes down, hits a really long three. All right, makes sense. Then Joe Harris gives up. He throws a bad pass. The inbounds. Russell Westbrook gets it, hits the three, they take the lead. They scored like, and then they get fouled. They scored eight points in eight seconds, and the Nets lost. I mean, what ridiculous. That many points, and it was was it like a triple overtime game, Jerry? No. What? No. That was a four-quarter game. The Wizards scored 48 points in the fourth quarter. I mean, honestly, just stupid, but whatever. All right, let's take our first break of the hour. We have so much to do because it is a Monday as we recap the weekend and a whole bunch of other good stuff. And then Boomer and Geo will join us at 6 on The Fan. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. So you know what that means. Court is back in session with Queens of the Court, a WNBA podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll bring you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court, free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry, two scientists responsible for the COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah, that's right. Something that I plan to get real soon, I hope. All right, we uh, got about 22 after 5, 522. Hey, let me ask you this. Yes? When you're down the Jersey Shore and you get one of these monster storms, yes, sir. is the wind noticeably more than you're <laughs> yeah. used to? 
It sure is. Like it's just blowing right off that ocean? Yeah, I thought my uh, condo uh, building was going to just sway right into the ocean. (laughs) Yeah, it's not good. But you're still there. I'm still here, yes. So that's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still here, Jerry. This survived Sandy, so I feel like uh, anything less than Sandy, I'm good. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, good for you. Okay. So Matthew Stafford, Jerry, it said he uh, the one team he did not want to be traded to was the New England Patriots. Isn't that amazing? And they didn't give a. He didn't give a, whoever the sources didn't give an answer. But a lot of people think it was one he played in domes in the dome his whole life. Didn't want to go up to New England where the weather is miserable. Uh, didn't want to follow in Mister Tom Brady's footsteps. Well, he'd be following in Cam Newton's footsteps at this point. Or Cam Newton's footsteps, and I guess probably didn't want to go work with Matt Patricia again because I hear he's uh, heading back up to New England. Yeah, I mean, I, th- to me, I figured it was Patricia. I also thought if it wasn't that, the fact that, you know, one thing we heard, and even Boomer mentioned it before everything fell apart, was that that system is very difficult to grasp. And oh, maybe, yeah. You know, maybe Stafford didn't feel like going to school again at this point in his career. Yeah, I'm with that. Who wants to learn a new system? Yeah, it's not easy. Now, he'll have to learn one, I'm sure, in oh. L.A., but, um, you know, maybe he just didn't want to get that into it at this stage of his career. So either way, it is funny that you got 31 other teams and one of the 31 he didn't want to go to is the Patriots. That's funny. Not interested in winning titles anymore in my career. Send me to Los Angeles. I got to be honest. I'm with him. (laughs) Send me to LA, man. Yes. Are you kidding me? I want to go to the Rams or the Chargers. Right. Go have a good time for yourself. Yes, Cardinals, Rams, Chargers. Although I feel like getting to and from the stadium and practice in L.A. is probably a disaster. It probably is, but you can live in a nice area. The weather's awesome. Um, to me, I would I would actually take that uh, trade off. All right. Sure. And speaking of New England, Jerry, Mr. Tom Brady, and I'm with him on this one. Tom Brady said that when he was drafted by the New England Patriots, he did not know where New England was. Well, I mean, I didn't either. Me neither. I mean, because it's so vague. Is it like just an area? Well, New England are the are the um, the upper. So you got New Hampshire, you got Massachusetts. It's all part of New England up there. That's all New England. Yeah, Google New England to see. I think Connecticut's part. Isn't Connecticut? Isn't Connecticut, Connecticut part of Rhode New Island, England? Massachusetts. Right. That's what I thought. Well, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Right. New England, this is uh, from a Wikipedia, New England is a northeastern region of the United States comprising the states of Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. Right, we just said that, yes. It's known for its colonial past, Atlantic coastline, changing autumn foliage, and forested mountains. There you Why go. Why not just call themselves Boston? Like, because I never there's understood. six states. Yeah, but... Oh, you mean the Patriots? Yeah, like, no, well, I, I just don't understand how some teams are city teams, some teams are state teams, and you occasionally you get a regional-named team. It's well, very and strange. The, and then you get teams that uh, are named for a state they don't play in. They used exactly. to be uh, the Boston Patriots when they first formed in the AFL. But that's a long, long, long time Long, in the early 60s. And right. then they switched to New England because the chances of Maine... Vermont, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Connecticut getting teams is zero. Then they should be the New England Red Sox. You follow? If we're using that same logic. I think Jerry and I officially don't care. Got it. (laughs) 
The other one always was Golden State. <laughs> Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I never knew That's where they all were of California. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that was in Oakland. Yeah, and they were in Oakland, and then they moved to San Francisco, and they're still the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Uh, which I found, you know, like a slap in the face. They had their court the other night. Uh, it said Oakland. Oh. It's like, you know what, why even do that to them? You rip the team away from them. I know it's just across That's the not bridge. Nice. But don't don't patronize us now. You left. It's enough. Yeah. You want to honor your past. What past? You just left like a year and a half ago. We would like to honor the fact that we left your city. And, didn't and we've had a great time since. Yeah, I mean, please. But big ups to you. I don't think they've had fans yet since they moved into that building. No? I don't think so. Well, Probably I shouldn't not. say that. Maybe they did right before it hit because I know the Nets either were supposed – I think the Nets played there right before the pandemic hit. So maybe they had fans for like the first month of the season in the new building. But not many. It's like they open up this brand new place and no one can – it's kind of like the Nets got this brand new team and no one can see it live. Yeah. See it live. See it – well, do it live, Jerry. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Listen, a little nugget from a Super Bowl uh, media week as it begins. That the Leonard Fournette. By the way, I thought Leonard Fournette had been around a lot longer. He's a young kid. I had yeah, no. I I feel like he was in Jacksonville for years. He was not. But they uh, he he had retweeted a tweet he put out uh, in 2014. It was after the Seahawks Broncos Super Bowl that okay. we had here at the Meadowlands or Ugh. MetLife Stadium. I hated that week. Well, he was a senior in high school, and he tweeted that he could not wait to play in the Super Bowl. Okay. And here we are, Jerry, seven years later. You know how many Mr. Kids, Leonard Fournette how many playing. Kids tweet that? Well, he willed it into No, he didn't will anything. Existence. He was just one of the... He was good. Like the secret. Please, stop. Stop, and stop. And they, they call that attraction theory. That's like, you know... When a pro when a pro guy gets uh, drafted to a team and you get the picture of him in his pajamas as a kid, guess yes. what? We all have those, but none of us <laughs> made it. But the ones that do, let's show the photo. I mean, I've shown you the photo of me as Danny White as a kid. Right. I didn't get to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now, I did get to do a game with him, which was kind of cool. That is cool. You willed that into existence, Jerry. I did Jerry. not will anything into existence. That I don't believe. I'm sorry. By having those NFL bed sheets yeah, as I don't, a kid. You should know me by now. I don't Leonard, buy that stuff. Leonard Fournette willed it into existence. I always heard that, too, with um, Jim Carrey. Similar thing. They'd be like, when Jim Carrey was 19, he wrote himself a check for $10 million and dated it, you know, 2010. That's so stupid. I mean, knock it off. Right. You know how many kids... Well, you're right. You know how many kids, like, everybody's kid says they're going to be either a, a, a sports guy or a rock and roller or something. And sure. it never works. No. Rarely works out. But for the ones they do, we'll show you the examples. But for the millions of others that it didn't, we'll just forget about that. I had a tweet, Jerry, in 1989. You, you had that, a tweet in 1989? Yeah, yeah, that I said, can't wait to host 5 to 6 a.m. on the fan <laughs> one day. That's pretty mar- That's amazing how you predated yeah. Twitter. That's awesome. I predated Twitter. I willed Twitter into existence and hosting 5 to 6 on WFAN. This willed was always right your in. dream? This was always my dream. I willed it right into existence, Jerry. This was Much not like always your dream. Mr. Leonard Fournette. <laughs> I don't think this was your That's dream. right. Hey, I see they're still going to do Radio Row in Tampa. How is that? Well, they said they're going to have that there's only uh, the 35 radio stations and or podcasts will be there. Are there really? Yeah. Now, yeah, you got to figure. Who's going to go be guests, though? I don't know. They're, the guests are going to be virtual. 
then why go? I did that. I don't know. They said a lot of it is, you know, New England, uh, New England, um, Kansas City radio stations. Now, the Tampa stations are already right there, so they could just go broadcast from there and act like they're cool. Okay, so that's five stations. Where are the other 30 coming? Are they eh, 30 probably, podcasts? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's 30 right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> just nothing but podcasts down there that you never heard of. My God. Mike and Bill's podcast. Would you like to be a guest on the Mike and uh, Bill Al podcast? Would, yes. Yes, yes, I would love to be a guest. Yeah, so they're still going to do it. I mean, kind of strange. By the way, probably you the Bubba the Love Sponge show will be there. Your podcast, these pretzels are making me thirsty. They're up to I checked this morning. Yeah. Well, when I was on the plane waiting to get off, I don't know why, but I did. I checked it. Two hundred and twenty-five followers. Now we're now we're getting somewhere. We're moving the they're they're, they're moving along, Jerry. They're they're getting good guests on their uh, Seinfeld related podcast. Is that true? This pot. Well, what they're doing, they're actually they're doing a smart thing. They're finding people who had one-off appearances on Seinfeld. That's smart. And tweeting to them saying, "We'd like to talk to you about your experience." Nice. I like that idea. That's not a bad idea. No, it's smart. If you can get those people on, very good idea. They, they right. get Terry Hatcher on. Um, no, she's too big of a star. I think. Oh, got it. There's Babu? a uh, maybe. Maybe the guy be. who played Babu. Yes, like that's the type of person they're going after. There you go. Smart. Those big time guests, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl commercials are always a time too when I feel like this is the new thing over the last few years where they they get somebody who was famous a while ago and they I'm get Homer them- <laughs> <laughs> and they get them to reprise their role. Right. Sure. Like there was a Seinfeld where George and Jerry. We're in some sort of car. That was, I guess, that was a Seinfeld related uh, commercial for the Super Bowl a couple year, couple years back. Right. This year, the Wayne's World guys are getting back together oh, yeah. for a Super Bowl commercial. Wayne That's and Garth, cool. Mike Myers, and Dana Carvey. I would be interested in that. You would be. I would be. Didn't they do a new movie? Excellent. No, no, no. no that, that was Bill was, and Ted. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You're right, confusing right, right. your cool dudes. Right. My bad. My bad. My bad. Excellent. Yeah. Party time. Party time. (laughs) (laughs) I actually like that movie. It was so stupid. It was. It was a good... The first movie was a very good one. Oh, they did two of them? wearing it. Yeah, they did two of them. They may have done three of them. You might want to leave that alone after the first one. I know they at least did two of them, which was one too many. Yeah. One was good. Jerry, this uh, Jared Goff, uh, Matthew Stafford Back to that. that, Yeah, only because I have a quick question. Like, that's not an officially done deal yet, right? They're not allowed Mm, to do that yet. I do not believe it's official yet. I believe they've agreed to the trade. Yeah, but everyone acts like it's a done deal. So why not just let let them do it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the NFL rules and, and the dates and all that. But I, I believe thought, they've agreed to the deal. They're all taking photos. We're good. Because I thought with this uh, Deshaun Watson thing that we weren't going to be able to get any movement on it officially until, like, March. No, we got movement. Let's go. Let's make a move. Let's make a trade. Do you think we'll have an answer this week on that, on Deshaun Watson? That's a great question. I'm going to this say is, no. Really? This I'm is gonna, on the heels of the Matthew Stafford situation. You know I'm going to say no? Because I think Casario and um, Cully, is that his name, the new head coach? Yep, Cully and Casario. I think they are going to try and do everything they can to wine and dine him and talk to him before they have to give in. Mm. So, no, I don't think that will be done this week. I think you, we're going to continue to talk about Deshaun Watson for a couple weeks. So you think the those two dudes on the Texans, the GM and the new head coach, will have to – will be sitting him down and kissing his butt? I do because – and then what I think will happen after they trade him, they'll, they'll both resign. 
<laughs> hey, listen, I got no quarterback. <laughs> yeah, we thought we were going into this year with a quarterback. I also saw a thing with that that the Lions may not keep Jared Goff. I was so confused by it. I get so confused when teams they're like, Oh oh, the Lions are taking this big Jared Goff contract and who knows if they'll even keep him. Maybe they get more. I mean, they already got two first round picks for Stafford. Maybe they can turn golf into something. I don't know. I, that's an interesting one because and they'd be the happiest guy in the world to be golf when he gets sent somewhere else that's not Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. I hate you think Jets fans through. would want Jared Goff? No, I don't. They have yeah. Jared. No, I don't think so. No, <laughs> you think they have their own Jared? I was gonna say they right have now. Sam Darnold. Now Sam Darnold didn't go to a Super Bowl. Yeah, but Jared Goff has not played well since. I don't understand so, no, that. I don't because it's not easy. But That's why happens? everybody says Trevor Lawrence is going to walk into the NFL and be the next Joe Montana. Okay, well, let's see it first. No, but what happens to guys that get in? The league that, catches up with you. Like, even, like, as all that Colin Kaepernick stuff that kept coming up and where he's wise, you know, but, like, that dude was in the Super Bowl and then just does can't play anymore? Like, Jared well, Goff now just, Carson Wentz just can't play anymore? Kaepernick what was happens? good. Kaepernick, Kaepernick was not a great quarterback. Well, let's use Carson Wentz as another Jared Goff situation. Well, again, Carson Wentz did it for a very short time, and then the league catches up to you. It's not that's why the guys that do it for a long time. It's why it's so incredibly impressive. It's not easy. That's got to screw with your mind. Like you get your Carson Wentz or your Jared Goff, right? And you you your MV. They're they're talking about MVP, and and then all all of a sudden, sudden, one year you. Can't do it. Yeah, it's a really it's a tough position and it's tough to do, and but that's it. That's that's the nature of the beast, you know. But we got to take a break. I could talk to you about Jared Goff some I more on get, the other side if you'd like. I would get so cocky that year. I was good. I'd be like, this NFL is so easy. Well, you know, Carson Wentz did get cocky because he made two hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's not too shabby. Oh, by the way, not that much, but you get my point. I All right, five thirty-seven. Hang out for a second. You got more on the other side. And then the big guys are in. Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Al and Jerry. Radio Gaga. Radio Goo Goo. Radio Doo Doo. (laughs) Now, wait a second. We're better than that. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) 542. Al and Jerry with you for a few more minutes. Thank you to Boomer and Geo at 6 o'clock. One thing that I did find fascinating, driving. So when, when... we had to go from Newark back to Rutgers. I had to get my car and then get home. I could not get over the speed that the trucks were driving at on, like, roads that were not exactly clear. Oh, yeah, those truckers, man. They got to haul their stuff. They got to get it across state lines, Jerry. They ain't got no time for no snow. Al, I was doing 40 miles an hour, and I thought that was pretty good. And I was getting past like I wasn't moving. Yeah. It was really crazy, and then it took me, I didn't know when I'd get home because I got stuck behind the plows, and then all of a sudden, you're doing 10 miles an hour and not going any, you really realize how lucky we have it with the cars, when you get stuck going 10 miles an hour and you realize how long it takes to go a mile. Right, and you're like, I, should, I normally am doing 70 right now. Oh my God, and you're going nowhere fast. Yeah, pretty wild. Former NFL wide receiver Brandon Marshall, he spent some time here with the New York Jets, Jerry. Amongst uh, that was like a good guy who played on a ton of teams, right? Brandon Marshall in Miami, yeah, the Bears, Denver Bears, yeah, he was Giants, all over the place. Jets, yeah. We now, played some of his clips the other day. What? Oh well, what was he? What was he commenting on the other day? 
on how awesome the Jets would be for Deshaun oh, right. Watson. And wow. New York is a great market to play in, how much he loved it here. They must have really caught up with him for some stuff because he's also saying now that he wants to box Deontay Wilder. Oh, I mean, come on. What, what a disrespect to boxing. All these random dudes just want to fight boxers now. Well, it's one thing when you got, like, the YouTube sensations that want to fight whatever, you know, run-of-the-mill boxers. But to fight Deontay Wilder? Right. I mean, come they, on. They, they all want to fight. A lot of them want to fight, like, uh, Floyd Mayweather for whatever reason, which seems silly. Yeah, and now Deontay Wilder. You know Brandon what it reminds me of, Al? pummeled by him. It reminds me of what you always bring up. About how when guys have a couple of drinks and they're at the bar, they want to challenge yeah. the strongest big guy in the bar. Yes. Like, why would you challenge Deontay Wilder? You're a football player. He would get murdered in the ring. Let's fight the big guy, Jerry. Yeah, that doesn't seem like the smartest idea. Not the best idea that you could have. No, not at all. Now, I see something that I'm sure Boomer will have more of this later on It is invo- as it involves the New York Rangers, and I have no idea what's going on with them. Tony but D'Angelo? Tony D'Angelo is a player on the Rangers, evidently, I'm reading here. He was put on waivers because he got into a physical altercation with their goalie. Yeah, how do you say his name? Their goalie, Jerry? Yeah. Alex Georgiev? <laughs> Alex, Nailed it. Did you just say Alex Georgiev? 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 <laughs> Alex Gorgiev. Oh. <laughs> Actually, when I saw the word Alex, I thought, I, I bet you I missed an eye, like Alexi. Or it's it like all the is. hockey players. Are, Alex Gorgiev. Yes. Not, what did you say? Georgiev? Georgiev. <laughs> and Alex. <laughs> now, they lost to the Penguins, and I guess this uh, Tony D'Angelo had a problem with this uh, Alex Gorgiev giving up the winning goal, and he I guess I, wanted to punch him in the face in the locker room or something happened. I read there. there was a lot of different things going on. Body language was bad. The way he was acting afterwards. I guess the team doesn't love him as a person as it is. And so Gorgiev or Georgiev, Georgiev. Uh, had enough. And, yeah, they they went at it. And so he was put on waivers. Hmm. Is he a good hockey player, Jerry? Yeah, it's, he's a good hockey player, yes. But he's a pain in the butt. I mean, I'll tell you this. The reaction when it happened was stunning. Like people were shocked when they saw this. You when know, they Ranger, saw the news uh, that they uh, not right, not normal people, Ranger fans, Ranger fans, hockey fans. Yes, normal people were like, "Who's Tony D'Angelo?" Right, and That's Alex Gorgiev. Probably Gorgiev. true. And Gorgiev. Alex Georgie, Georgie, <laughs> That's one of your funnier pronunciations. So Ranger fans were like uh, guys like Monzo and Boomer, these sorts of guys. I think surprised. Were, were very surprised because yeah. he's a decent player, and they just put him right on waivers. Because it came out of nowhere. They, the Rangers said that uh, I guess there, has, uh, there was a number of, as you were saying, poor body language, but a number of other incidents that, right. that they'll get into once we get a little distance between I believe one of on. the things I read, and maybe you saw it too, I'm pretty Probably sure not. I read that, that he was a big Trump guy. And I oh, guess yes. the guys in the locker room didn't care for his <laughs> antics. Yeah. And I guess he was tweeting a bunch of Trump stuff also. Right. So there you go. So they didn't like him to begin with. Then he acts like an ass on the ice, acts like an ass afterwards after a loss. You know what? It was time someone confronted him and Georgiev uh, did so. Georgiev. Or maybe he confronted Georgiev for, I think he confronted Georgiev well, for giving up the game-winning goal. And then maybe Georgiev punched him right in the face or slapped well, him I don't, with a stick. Does it say that he got punched in the face? Nope. 
right? So you're kind of theorizing that. there on theorizing. that. Theorizing. It's just a theory. You're not really sure. It's a popular internet theory, Jerry, that there he you go. took a stick right to the face. Wow. That would be some altercation. <laughs> a stick to your face. What's this deal with uh, What's Major the League? deal? What's the deal? This Major League Baseball, Jerry? Uh, they proposed a players' union delaying opening day until April 28th. Which I thought was fair. And playing 154 games. Which I thought was fair. With 14 teams in the playoffs. Which I thought was fair. That seems like a lot of teams. Baseball, normally, it's like two teams. Like, oh, you weren't in first place? Well, no playoffs for you. That was in 1954. <laughs> <laughs> it's since changed since then. <laughs> like, all those years, the Yankees went to the World Series like 10 times in 11 years. Yeah. All you had to do was win, and you were in. Just like, you win, went right baby. to the World Series, I believe. <laughs> a little different now. now you got 14 eight. teams. That's a, yeah. That seems like a lot. I know, but, you know, I'll say what I said before. If I'm the players, like, I'd be in for that. Give me another chance to make the postseason. Right. But and no. It, it, and that was the thing that kind of sucked about baseball. Like, if your team was just average, like most teams are. Yeah. You you know you got no shot at making the playoffs. Now, about, at least if you're slightly above average, maybe you get in and make a run. And plus, you get it's, it's exciting when your team makes the playoffs. How about... The year the San Francisco Giants won 100 games and missed the playoffs. How about that? Really? I mean, and I'm not talking about hundreds of years ago. I want to say that was, ay, ay, ay. now i got to think about when that was. Was Barry Bonds on that team? 90s, early 90s. It was early 90s? Was early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 92. Right, and the Dodgers beat them out by one game, right? That yep. sounded about right. And that was only when the first place Winners yeah. of each division made it into the playoffs. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so they were. I'm fine. Here, right here, 1993, the Giants went 103 and 59. And go home. Isn't that something? Who was better than them? The Dodgers. I thought it was the Dodgers. I have to check. Has that. to be. I have to check. It wasn't the Padres? They stunk. It was not the Padres. Although the Padres went to that World Series. That's true. Against the Yankees in '98. Eight, I believe it was ninety-eight. I think it was ninety-eight because wow, I went to t- one of those World Series. Padres Yankees World Series. Oh, well, the Yankees oh, clobbered them. Well, yeah, some weird stuff. Weird wacky stuff. Why, yeah. why do they want to delay opening day? What's going on with there? Just coronavirus related well, stuff. They, it gives the owners a better chance to get fans in the building right from the start. Because I guess they're feeling the earlier in April or late March, whenever opening day is supposed to be, they just don't think it's too soon. They believe if they can push it back to late April, it gives them a better chance to at least get fans back. And not at full capacity, but it gives them a chance to get fans in the building. I happen to agree with them. Now, I had no problem watching baseball without the fans last year on TV. But it adds something, as we know. And I think if we can get fans in the building, plus they get some revenues back. Right. So I I don't understand why the players wouldn't do it other than, you know, God forbid they they have to take every last damn dime. Um, But we'll see what happens. Here's what we know. When this contract is up, it is going to be a disaster. And there's going, going to be a strike. A, there is going to be a long work stoppage in one way or another. When but is they'll that? play this year. I think after this year, I think. I have to I have to check that. I think it's after this year. So how about we do this? We'll do a radio.com sports minute. Oh, that'll be awesome. I will check out when the CBA is up and I will clarify and give you the answer after this break. Does that work for you? That works for me, Jerry. That sounds terrific. So let's hear from the great Amy Lawrence.
It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo. Just a couple of things to um, fix. The, it looks like the CBA expires after this year, and it was the Braves that uh, beat out the Giants to win the NL West in 93. It was not the Dodgers, so there All you right. go. All uh, right. Jerry, I'm looking online at uh, binoculars. Is that creepy if I bought binoculars? Only if look- you're going to use them to peep into other people's windows. Okay, not going to do that. Um, if I want to be able to look at the ocean and things going on out no, there. why is it creepy? Because people will think I'm looking at bikini girls with it. What? In the summer, it's going to be creepy. Yes, that's what I mean. Right in the now, summer, no. Yeah, you're the old, the old creepy man. You could be like a peeping owl. I'll just be on my balcony, just staring at people with binoculars. <laughs> yes, that will be creepy. Oh my god! Why don't you get a telescope? Because uh, I have no interest in looking at the stars. You're not. You're going to be looking at the girls' boobs. With the telescope? Isn't that what you just said you're going to be doing? Well, no. I said I, I, well, like, I'd like to see what's going on out in the ocean. Sometimes people say you could see yeah, whales. Yeah, but what are you going to be doing in July? <laughs> you're not looking, be looking at the at... water, Jerry. No, you're not. You're going to be looking at the girls on the beach. But will people know that? Or can I... They're going to be thinking, hey, look at the creep on the balcony. Because I don't want to be the creep with the well, binoculars. Can... If you're out there with binoculars on <laughs> in the middle of July on a packed beach and girls in bikinis, <laughs> guess what we're going to think of you as? Okay. Old what if I did it? Guy. What about today? Like today, it's snowing. It's fine. But, but what's the difference? There's it's... no girls in bikinis. <laughs> it's an empty beach that's snow covered. What if I'm looking at surfers? When? July. Right. But yeah, but your binoculars are going to be pointed towards the crowded beaches. <laughs> you do it in January, it's fine. You do it in July, they might arrest you. <laughs> I mean, you weirdo. By the way, binoculars not as expensive as I thought. Well, you want good binoculars, though. You get oh. cheap ones. I mean, hell, you get cheap ones in There's the department like 50... store for 50 bucks. Yeah, these are like 50 bucks, and they get no. good reviews. You want to spend a few hundred, and you a get the hundred. ones that magnify, Jerry, and you can I'm... really see. If I'm spending a few hundred, then I'm going to be looking for bikini shots. <laughs> Their boobs sweat. <laughs> With some of those binoculars, you'll be able to you actually tell. It. Yes, and, and every true. ad for binoculars is the same ad. They're like, "This is what the other people's binoculars look like," and it's all blurry. Then they're like, "These are our binoculars." Yeah, and they're not blurry; they're just not as sharp. <laughs> yeah, they're not, not blurry though. I used to, I have no idea scientifically how that works, binoculars, because it's not plugged it's a in. Magnifying anything. glass. What are you talking? You could, but how does it? How do it work though, Jerry? It's not like it's plugged into something. It's a magnifying glass. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It is amazing. That's why the, tele- the telescope to me is fascinating. The one that goes, the one that actually looks into the sky. Yeah. Don't they have one that can look like deep into space? How much yeah. does that cost? <laughs> Not 50 bucks. No, I don't think That's it's going to cost bucks. you a little bit more, Jerry. What if I got a telescope <laughs> where it looked like I was looking into space? Bra That's and fine. panties. Welcome what? to and February the on the fan. 